Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Prophet is Dawn here, and I am the senior pastor of Life Path Apostolic Agape House of Prayer, and I bring you greetings from on high. What a mighty God we serve. God is worthy of all the praise, all of the honor, and all of the glory. Oh, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Lord God, we thank and praise you and honor you today for you are great huh, and greatly to be praised. As I approach you today on behalf of the assignment that God has given me, I want to encourage you to tune in and stay tuned in. God has a word for us. He wants us to be fruitful and prosper. He wants us to be in good health. And it is my assignment today to bring a word to encourage you. We're going to talk about commanding our morning, commanding our day. Amen. Walking in authority. Donnie McClurkin said, I'm walking in authority. <laughs> Living life without apology. <laughs> it's not wrong, dear. I belong here. And you might as well get used to me. Y'all better get used to me. We are walking in authority. Living life without apology. Oh, baby, it ain't wrong, dear. (laughs) We belong here. So you better get used to us because we're coming. But I wanted to talk about uh, commanding our morning. It was Cindy Trim years ago. Uh, she put out a book, and and I remember her coming to my local ministry at the time. I was under Bishop Bobby Hilton's church uh, at Word of Deliverance, and she had come uh, soon after she had written the book. God had given her revelation, and I believe that these are practices that she had put in place for many years, and she shared it with the body of Christ. And it's not that we did not know nor understand the power of prayer, the power of commanding your morning, but she was able to encapsulate God's power in words and articulate in such a way that we had principles and precepts and steps that we could take. Amen. So today I want to uh, elaborate on that and to teach and train today. And we're going to do what God has called us to do. Amen. He needs his soldiers. Amen. Well, let's just say we need him. (laughs) But God is a great, he is so great. He is mm, mm, good. And I'm ready to dig into this word. Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for another opportunity to come into your presence and to live the life that you have called us to live. Father God, as I prepare to minister this word to your people, Lord God, I pray that you will hide me, that they will only see you. Father God, I pray that you will take full reign over my words, over my mouth, Lord God. 
Have your way. Use me in any way that you see fit. Have your way. Let your perfect will be done. I surrender all to you, Father God, as we give you the glory, as we give you all of the honor, and we give you all of the praise. Have your way. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Once again, I give honor to God who is the head of my life. I thank and praise him, as I mentioned, for the opportunity to come before you today and to share what God has placed upon my heart. I pray that you will meditate upon his word. I pray that you will take what you receive today and it will change and alter your life that you shall never be the same again. We need the power. We need God's power. We need his power, power of salvation, power of deliverance, power to help us walk right, power to help us talk right. I am nothing without God. I am nothing without Jesus Christ. And I thank him for empowering us to uh, live and to operate and to function according to his will, his purpose, and his plan. But today, as we gather together, we want to embrace, embrace the powerful concept of daily prayer. The Bible admonishes us to pray without ceasing. And there's something that we need to do right now. It's about uh, 4.18 a.m. I had to look up to see the time. And I believe the day is November uh, the 15th, and I'm up as I as I get a little bit older. I've been going through this year these hot flashes, and I told y'all, prophetess is 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 gracefully aging, but you know I got to get used to some of this stuff, and so these things keep me up at night, and God has been dealing with me in the area of fasting and praying. And every year around this time, uh, ritualistically, I try to go through a fast to carry me into the next year. And typically I'll do a 21 day fast, Uh, but I've been, you know, back and forth on how I'm gonna do this and what I'm gonna do. And uh, God has just been waking me up around this time between now and 2 a.m. every morning for the last few weeks. God has been waking me up. And so I'm I'm trying to hear from him and be keen to uh, his instruction. But I share that to say, you all may hear something in the background (laughs) as I'm delivering this word. But prophetess got to cool down a little bit. But I thank God, I thank God that all things work together for the good of those who love him. And I definitely love him. So these uh, uh, inconveniences uh, that I'm having as I transition into the next phase of womanhood uh, are causing me to get up and to 
commune with him and to meditate on his word. But anyway, so what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about commanding our morning, commanding our morning through prayer and aligning with God's will. The first scripture I want us to explore uh, is in Psalms 5, uh, chapter 5, verses 1 through 3. And, and here, the psalmist, we believe it to be David, he speaks on laying out his plea before the Lord in the morning. Let's go to Psalms 5, uh, uh, chapter 5, verses 1 through 3. And, and you all know already about prophetess. You know, I don't believe we get in our word the way that we ought to. So I will go and and read the scripture. If you don't like it, start getting in your word then. All right, what did I say? (laughs) I said Psalms uh, chapter 5 verses 1 through 3. And today I'm going to read it in the NIV. Usually I try to get in that message Bible but I'm going to read it out of the NIV today. The word of God says, listen to my words, Lord. Consider consider my lament. Hear my cry for help, my King and my God, for I pray to you. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you with expectancy. And so here David is saying, he's he's asking the Lord to hear him. And he's establishing with him, as God already knows, that he prays to him in the morning. He lays out his petition early in the morning. He's saying, God, pay attention to me. Can you make sense of what I'm saying? These ramblings and groans and cries that I'm doing. I need your help. And I've been uh, studying. um, You all know the chronological Bible. We're about to get back to Bible study. I just talked to my son about it yesterday. Um, and, and, And trying to get into the chronological Bible. But I started... Uh, in my study, expanding my study so I can bring the word to God's people. The Bible tells us to study to show thyself approved. And I'm, I'm doing my best, y'all, because I want to be I want to be uh, what God has called me to be. I was about to say right, but right is subjective. Um, but anyway, I have been studying and going through this series of of a Bible study where uh, the instructor is breaking down the word in a chronological way. And so she's helping us to understand where uh, uh, David was in certain writings of the Psalms. And so I'm not even going to pretend to know where he was at uh, in, in, in Psalms 5, but more than likely, it was somewhere around the time that he was struggling with Saul. Uh, but I'll have to go back to my study. But anyway, I shared that to say that he was going through. So whether it was during the time he was going through with Saul 
or when he was having some of his many, many battles or the time that he was having uh, an uprising in his kingdom, through his family, through his children. Uh, No matter what it was, he had built a rapport with God to where he knew with confidence that God would hear his pleas. And, And not only that, he said, he said, pay attention to me. He said, can you make sense of this rambling and these groans and these cries? Sometimes we just need to get before God and groan and cry and and, and ramble before him because situations and circumstances get so uh, desperate that we just need him. We need him. I'm so grateful to God uh, for the opportunity to have had natural parents and to have been a natural parent uh, to my children because I believe God used those seasons of my life to uh, express himself, to expose his character and his uh, personality to me through uh, those, those experiences. And what it showed me that as a loving parent, as a loving parent, sometimes your kids can say stuff that is um, um, inarticulable. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, nobody else can understand it, uh, but a mother's love or, or a father's love uh, for their children. And here I can relate to David. He said, he said, hear my plea. I need you to hear me, God. I need you to make sense of this rambling uh, that I'm doing. And early in the morning, early in the morning, I want to seek your face. I want to seek your help and your instruction. So he's laying out his plea in these scriptures before the Lord early in the morning. And so we can take note and and apply the wisdom that David had. And it wasn't just that he was going before the Lord in the morning just to go before him in the morning. He had built a relationship with him. And that's the key that we have to understand. We must build relationship with him. How do you do that, prophetess? You do that by getting into his presence. We get so fixated with this world and this life that is temporal. It is only temporary. But what we have with God is everlasting and eternal. And we get so caught up in this world that we forget to get into his presence, to live out his word is no longer acceptable. It's no longer acceptable for us to to, uh, get it from somebody else or, or rely on how someone else relates to God to have our fix in him. No, God is calling us. Get into his presence. Increase your prayer life. Go before him early in the morning. Early in the morning. God is a sovereign God. He's a sovereign God and he is knowledgeable about our trials our tribulations, our sins-filled state. 
in this world. We have to understand that God is all-knowing. He knows the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end, and God has our best interests at heart. There's no ulterior motives when it comes to God. God created the heavens and the earth. I want you to understand the magnitude of his love for us. He created the heavens and the earth that we may dwell within. Amen. So God loves us. He loves us. And he has no ulterior motives. On yesterday, I I had a meeting uh, with one of my leaders and and, uh, bless her heart. Bless her heart. She she has no idea the assignment that God has given me, but I embrace it. I embrace it. And and she and I uh, uh, were having a meeting. We decided that we were going to do a regular cadence of a monthly meeting and, and maybe sometime in between. But the reason that we decided to have these encounters was that we get to know each other better. And the reason that I decided to uh, have the meeting with her is that she get to know me better. And oftentimes in, in, in the structure that we're currently in, uh, there is systemic challenges that corporate America has. And sometimes it is so common that it becomes... Uh, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, where we we don't know that it's happening, but it is happening. And so when we are confronted with, with the challenge for change, we become so resistant because we can't even identify. We're not even aware that the issue is there. And so as we were talking, the first thing she said is that I am committed to your success in so many words. That's that's my articulation of what she said. And as we were talking through the conversation, she, she planted the seed a few times. I'm not going to judge. I'm not judging. (laughs) which by the way, I'm very careful with people when they say they're not going to judge. When you have to say that audibly, it's because you're challenging your mind not to judge. You've already judged. You come to the conversation prejudging, prejudice in your perspective. And it's okay, I I don't have a problem with it because I understand our natural state and our nature. But anyway, nonetheless, she was sharing with me her objectives as it related to me specifically. But all the time that we were talking in my mind, I was considering the fact that you got more motives than what you are displaying, than what is presenting. And it's not necessarily a negative thing, but it is a reality because God has given me discernment. 
So as we started having a conversation, I, I made a statement and she uh, re- responded to that statement in a way that I felt like, did I just say that? <laughs> How did you derive that conclusion from what I very clearly just said? And so what I realized almost instantly is that the conversation that she was having with me had nothing to do with what I just said, but what she heard. What she heard by filter of what she came into the conversation believing. See, when we deal with God, we don't have to worry about his agenda because he makes it very clear. He makes it very clear to us that God so loved the world that when we were yet sinners, he sacrificed and he sent his only begotten son that we may have life, salvation, And he gave us the answer. He gave us the solution to the problem that we created. (laughs) God had no ulterior motives. He He didn't come into the conversation of our lives with a preconceived notion of who we were because he understood us from the inside out. He said, I knew you even in the womb. See, as I was speaking with this lady and as the Holy Spirit was guiding me to, number one, bridle my tongue. Because, see, the challenge for me is I do not want to lose my witness. Because I know that through God's loving kindness, he is drawing others to him through me, even in the corporate workplace. But because of the systemic challenges that we have in the construct of the culture of corporate America, I walked into that conversation being uh, um, put up against the preconceived notions and the already derived, because most of the conversation went as I was sharing my uh, truth, my reality, based on my experiences, she was explaining away the why as to what. And I wouldn't say that she had a defensiveness, but there was something about her that showed me that she was very protective of the integrity of how her team currently operate. But the challenge that she has to overcome, and, and, and when I say she has to, in the journey of becoming a better leader is to be fair and equitable amongst all. And so the rub for a lot of leaders when it comes to me is that I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to stretch you because just like Joshua, I know my assignment. (laughs) It took me a long time 
but I know my assignment and God will give me discernment. Most of the conversation that she and I had on yesterday was surrounding the behaviors of, of, of some of her people that she wanted to help me understand the why behind the what. And in doing so, most of her demeanor was in trying to curve my behavior into more conforming to the structure and the way that they do things, even against logic. And what I mean by against logic, we, we addressed uh, a principle that they, I, I don't even want to say principle, but their framework or how they do things. And it's very obvious that as they onboard new employees, there is a challenge in how they onboard. But in her effort to defend how they operate, she was not hearing what I was saying. Even though she stated several times how they do things, and I stated several times how that was not my experience. I did not receive that input that she said, okay, well, this is how we do things. And I'm like, but uh, that's probably not how I actually experienced it. In theory, it sounds good, but that was not my experience. But she had been completely turned off to receiving that feedback because her intention was to curve me to conform to what makes them comfortable. But anyway, that ain't what I'm talking about today. (laughs) But I shared that experience and I am going to go more in depth into that because I want to help some folks. But not today. But what I wanted to talk about was God's sovereignty. And what allows him to be sovereign is that he is omnipresent and omniscient, meaning he is at all places at all times, and he is an all-knowing God. He doesn't have to look it up. He doesn't have to go to others. He already knows us from the inside out. And Psalms uh, chapter 2 Verses 1 through 12, the psalmist reminds us of the futility of earthly powers against God's plan. They have no power. No matter what the kings or rulers of this world plot out or plan, God's will will ultimately prevail. God is a sovereign God. And we know, especially as African-Americans, some of the challenges that we go through, sometimes we get in such a level of despair because we look at it and this is me. This is me looking at our situation and circumstance and say, okay, this day world, we just playing in it. This there world. I went to uh, Costa Rica on on a job trip a few weeks ago, and the experience shifted the way I looked at things. Because all of these years, I have 
uh, uh, succumb to the ideal that this is not our world. And I'm not talking about from a Christian perspective, but I'm talking about racial. That they make the rules. They have the leaders. This is theirs. This is theirs. And, 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 and I had a shift. I had a shift that helped me to recognize that while God is the owner of all things, he has given us authority. And because of the way things look, feel, the way we perceive things to be, we hand over that authority. We give up our right to walk in power. But Psalms 2 verses 1 through 12, and I'm going to go there real quick and just read it. Read through it. 2 verses 1 through 12. And in, in this one, I'm going to go ahead and, and deal with the message Bible. Let me see how far that's going to take me. Yeah, that's good. So it goes 1 through 12. And the word of God says, Why the big noise, nations? Why the mean plots, people? This is him asking these questions. Earth leaders push for position. Demagogues and delegates meet for summit talks. The God deniers, the Messiah defiance. Let's get free of God. Cast loose from Messiah. Heaven throne God breaks out laughing. At, at first, he's amused at their presumption. Then he gets good and angry, furious. He shuts them up. Don't you know? There's a king in Zion, a coronation banquet is spread for him on a holy summit. Let me tell you what God said next. He said, you're my son, and today is your birthday. What did you want? Name it. Nation as a present. Continents as a prize. You can command them all to dance for you <laughs> or throw them out with tomorrow's trash. So rebel kings, use your heads. Upstart judges, uh, learn your lesson. Worship God and adoring embrace. Celebrate in trembling awe. Kiss Messiah. Your very lives are in danger, you know. His anger is about to explode. But if you make a run for God, you won't regret it. And so what is the psalmist instructing here today? He's saying, look, What's, what's the noise? What's all of the ruckus? Why, why are you going through all of these changes? Why are you making these plots? Why are you trying to push for position? Seek God. Because these God deniers, these Messiah defiers, the ones that are saying, let us get free of God. Let us cast loose from the Messiah. 
God started out laughing at them. And you better be careful when God laughs. The Bible, and I, I've read some scriptures where God was laughing in, 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 in almost always. <laughs> and, and, and that type of laughing is followed up with consequences. And the word of God instructs us that he started out laughing, but it, it amused him at first. But then their presumptions angered him. And he got furious and he shut them up. He shut them up. So here, the scripture is helping us to understand that no matter what, no matter what, God is truly in charge. Things in this world may become chaotic and it may feel out of control, but God is truly in charge. And no matter what happens, even in our darkest hours, God's sovereignty will guide and protect us. And a scripture that oftentimes is misinterpreted. I, I, it's, it's a song. I can't even remember this song. Uh, but they used to sing it at the end of service uh, at my, my local ministry when I was attached to this ministry. And every time they would sing it, I just would have to, after they get past the unbiblical part of it, <laughs> I would I would sing it. But but anyway, it's a scripture that is most often misinterpreted in, in Psalms 121 verses 1 through 8. And and, and it, it talks about lifting our eyes to the hills. Lifting our eyes to the hills. And, and what a lot of people misinterpret, they, they, they take the question mark and they turn it into an exclamation point. And that's very key. Because the psalmist is saying, shall I look to the hills? Shall I look to the hills? He's asking a rhetorical question. And then he goes on to make a statement. He said, from which cometh my help? From which cometh my help? Where is my help coming from? And, and and as with any language that has been structured and formed, it's, it's kind of hard to articulate and understand when you form a, a possible statement into a question and a potential question into a statement. So I understand why we get the scripture screwed up, why we get it messed up. But the psalmist goes on to say, he says, my help cometh from the Lord. And what you have to understand is that during that time, they would look to the hills because at the, on the hills is where the idols were. And they idolized and they, 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 they went to their gods, lowercase g, for help. But David, on the other hand, he knew and he understood. He said, I'm not going to do like they do and look to the hills because I know from which my help comes from. 
And God sent me here today to encourage you to say, your help comes from the Lord. As we learn to put him first and to come to him early in the morning, commanding our morning, we must know that God gives help as we seek it. And our struggles and in our personal uh, situations and circumstances, we must come and commune with God. Our first action of the morning should be to seek his help and protection. We need a God who has a watchful eye, who never sleeps or slumbers. We need his preservation and his shield all around us. God is a good God. And he is worthy of all of the praise. He is worthy of all of the honor. He is worthy of all of the glory. We must get a full understanding that just like God sent help for David, he sends help for us. Psalms 91 verses 1 through 16. It teaches us about God's abiding protection. There is unspeakable safety in the dwelling of the Lord's presence. Now, I want some of y'all singing, folk, that's under the sound of my voice. Y'all get on out there and get Psalms uh, 91, verses 1 through 16, and I want y'all to to get me a, a, a good old worship song. But Psalms 91 teaches us about the various forms of divine safeguarding. As we navigate our day-to-day lives, we have to remember that the shelter we, we find is under his wings. We find shelter under his wings, protection that is deeply rooted in faith and history. Psalm 16, verses 1 through 11, it teaches us, it teaches us how to trust God's goodness. I was sharing the experience I had on yesterday, and and while I uh, surmised that this lady is a good person, I was not uh, readily trusting her good intentions towards me. While I think that she felt she was well-intentioned as it relates to me, she had a blind spot. And that blind spot caused her to feel a a sense of 
protectiveness for her people, not realizing that I'm a part of that number. But while she demonstrated that protectiveness, it in some ways ostracized my needs. But God is never like that. God is a trusting God, and we must trust his goodness, his intentions towards us. God gives us guidance and provision. There's joy and security found in the presence of God. And this is why we must come before him early in the morning. Psalms 16 verses 1 through 11. We need to make that our morning anthem. Trusting that God will guide us through each day. And let me go. I'm going to read this real quick. I'm going to read it. Psalm 16. Psalm 16. Verses 1 through 11. Psalm 16. 1 through 11. And and I'm going to read it. I'm, I'm actually, yes, I'm going to read it in the... Um, in, in, in the Message Bible. I'm going to read it in the, in the Message Bible. The Word of God says, Keep me safe, O Lord. I've run for dear life to you. I say to God, Be my Lord. Without you, nothing makes sense. And these God-chosen lives all around, what splendid friends they make. Don't just go shopping for a God. Gods are not for sale. I swear, I, I swear, it's this tooth again. I swear I'll never treat God names like brand names. My choice is you, God, first and only. And now I find I'm your choice. <laughs> you set me up with a house and a yard, and then you made me your heir. The wise counsel God gives when I'm awake is confirmed by my sleeping heart. Come on now. My day and night, I'll stick with God. I've got a good thing going, and I'm not letting it go. I'm happy from the inside out, and from the outside in, I'm firmly formed. You canceled my ticket to hell. That's not my destination. Now you've got my feet on the life path, all radiant from the shining of your face. Ever since you took my hand, I'm on the right way. This needs to be our anthem every morning. I want you to get this scripture. Psalm 16, 1 through 11. And I want you to write it out. It's a, a technique my daddy taught us years ago when we were learning spelling. And by the way, I was in quite a few spelling bees when I was in primary school. Amen. <laughs> so it was very helpful. But he would have us to write out the words. 
on the first day, and we probably had to write them 10 times each. On the second day, we would take that word and find the definition, and we would have to write out the definition of the word. First day, 10 times each. Second day, write out the definition. And on the third day, we would have to write a comprehensive, maybe a sentence, paragraph, article, whatever this guy had us doing (laughs) that worked. And on Thursday, we would be tested uh, by one of our siblings or him. And then Friday, we would actually take the test at school. But anyway, it was a great framework that he taught us that I have carried into my adult life, which by the way, I didn't even know this guy went to Catholic school. So I don't know where he picked it up, whether he made it up or whatever, but but he helped his children to learn. And this was a great learning tool. I'm sharing that because y'all need to do that. Get Psalms. It ain't much to write. And you ain't got to write it from the Message Bible. You can do NIV or, or King James Version, whatever works for you. And write it out. Let it be your morning mantra. Let it be the anthem of your morning. And write it until you get it in your heart. We have to know that we serve a prayer-answering God. Sometimes, I'm, I'm saying sometimes, I'm not saying all the times, but sometimes some of the struggles that we endure, it's not, it has nothing to do with the challenges that we're faced with, but with the, our inability to come before God and just release it and give it to him and pray about it. Sometimes we pray and in our, our time of prayer, God will instruct us on what to do. So we got to get back to prayer. What did I come here to share with you today? Prophetess wants you to focus your hearts on prayer early in the morning. Focus on authority and dominion, protection and safety, victory over evil. God knows you from the inside out. God loves you and he will care for you. God is not like man that he comes to you with ulterior motives uh, similar to what the stories I was sharing earlier today and 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 bless the heart of the lady uh, uh, the leader that I met with her motive is to succeed in that organization she wants her team to succeed that is her motivation and there's nothing wrong with that but in the constructs of that culture, the corporate American culture, that may not suit my needs. The systemic challenges that they have with meeting and addressing the needs of Africa. But more specifically, African-American women, the, the, the challenges that they have 
in meeting our needs may not be congruent with her motives. But God, ah, being the God that he is, being the God who loves his children, he's not like the world. God is going to do what is in your best interest and all things will work together for your good. So as I close in my message today, I want you to uh, concentrate on and keep your mind stayed on commanding your morning with positive, spiritual, divine tone, authority, expectations for your day. I'm going to pray today and I'm going to um, cover you in prayer. But what I want you to do is to develop a routine of prayer personalizing your prayers towards God. Seeking his face and not his hand. Seeking guidance and direction from him that will help you To redirect your life. Bask in his presence. Take the time to meditate on his word. To listen for his voice. Don't let nobody or nothing make you believe that God is not hearing you. Even if your situation doesn't look like it's changing, God hears you. He knows. Job let us know. He said, even when I can't trace you, I'm going to trust you. For you know the way that I take. And when you've tried me, I'll come out pure as gold. As pure gold. That means he's going to try us. Sometimes we we go through the fire, yet we come out as pure gold because God loves us. He loves us. And like no other love that we've experienced on this side of heaven, God knows what's best for us. For he knows and understands the thoughts that he thinks towards us. Thoughts of good and not evil to give us an expected end. And some of our end comes by way of prayer. Seeking his face early in the morning. I know you get tired. I get tired too. And I'm not talking about some ritualistic, religious, get up in the morning and just, Lord, My Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on now. Now it's good to pray the word. It's good to pray. Jesus instructed us on how to do it, but I'm not talking about no robotic, you know. God wants more of 
of, of you. He wants more of you. I don't know if you all have had the experience of a best friend uh, uh, and a natural. I don't know if you've had an experience of having a parent or being a parent. But I pray for those of us who have that we allow those experiences to show us a, 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 a fragment of God's character and his personality and how he thinks about us. For those of you who have not, I pray that God will give you the experience so you can know. <laughs> sometimes sometimes uh, understanding things in the abstract um, <clears throat> And this is something I'm going through right now as I'm as I'm training in a new role and I'm doing my onboarding. Uh, I'm learning that I am I'm not the type of person that can understand things in the abstract. It has to be tangible, something uh, that I can logically put my finger on in order for me to learn. And I think that that's why God allowed my journey with him to have so many practical, applicable experiences that I can say, okay, I feel you, God. And if this hasn't been your your walk, pray and ask them. I'm not going to guarantee what God is going to do. But I can tell you on my journey, there are things that I had not experienced, and I just flat out ask God, Lord, I need to see you. I need to feel you. I need to explore who you are in this area of my life. Show yourself strong. Help me to, to experience you in this way. And it doesn't always have to come the way that we want. While God gave me biological parents that I was raised by up until a certain age, there may be others who may have spiritual parents or adoptive parents. <clears throat> or maybe even a parental figure might even be on your job if you, you know. <laughs> some, some folk, I talk about corporate America, but baby, it's some people that, that that has been a good thing. That has been a blessing. It has been a gift to their lives. It's just not my come from state. <laughs> One day I want to talk about the prism of life and how there's so many different dynamics and, 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 um, what is the word I'm looking for? It's just different different areas, but they're all one. They're all one, but different viewpoints, different perspectives. But we got to get to prayer this morning. But, but I, I just wanted to end by saying this. That God has given us the answers. We continue to seek him for things that he's already told us. He's already instructed us. And he just sent me by way uh, this morning to remind you of what he's already said. Because we know these things. I've been up since about 2 o'clock this morning. <laughs> because God wanted me to get this reminder out to you. Get up early in the morning. We're going to be 
preparing to fast. Uh, I got a few things I want to order because the way that I want to do this fast this year, I want to do a seven-day detox and a cleansing uh, to to start my fast out, to prepare my body (coughs) for the remaining 14 days. And so then I want to just ingest fruits and vegetables, but I'm trying to build a plan because I've I've had some uh, struggles with my absorption (laughs) and my body's ability to retain iron. So so I've been challenged with that. So uh, and, and getting my right proteins. So uh, I'm just working on that. But nonetheless, it ain't going to stop us. It ain't going to stop us. So uh, more than likely, we will begin the fast on the Sabbath, uh, this Saturday, this coming up Saturday. Uh, we will begin the fast. Uh, and we're going to start out 21 days, but we're going to hear from God and do whatever it is that he has called us to do because we need power. Listen to me. We are in a season where we need show enough power. And and I said this earlier today, which is early in the morning, but I said this earlier today that one of the greatest offenses of the modern day church is our biblical illiteracy. Our biblical illiteracy and our lack of power, authority, and anointing. We've gotten so complacent with this hysteria, this emotionalism, that we don't have no true power. Folk around here dying and 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 we've got false converts and people, you know, being challenged in areas that God said, if you only speak my word, <laughs> that, that's but a light thing. But we ain't got no power. We ain't got no power. We following and looking to the hills, meaning, you know, uh, these idols that we have, expecting help from them. And David taught us, he said, no, my help cometh from the Lord. I, I, I admonish you to take heed to my words this morning. Bible tells us to try the spirits by the spirit, to know if they're of God. Try the spirit. See if prophetess know what she's talking about. Get up in the morning and pray. <laughs> and we learn from David. Prayer don't mean you got to articulate every word or, or, or memorize every scripture. He said, do you understand this mumbling and moaning and crying that I'm doing? <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get before God if you got to ramble your way through. But prayer is essential. It is essential. Begin to trust God. You can trust him beyond, above and beyond your circumstance and your situation. Trust God. He's not coming with ulterior motives. He wants the best for you. Was it uh, Shirley Caesar who said, Lord, when I pray, give me what to say. 
It's all right to be vulnerable before God. Even when you cannot be vulnerable in front of man, you can be vulnerable before God and say, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I just want to change. I want to encourage you today. Early in the morning, command your morning. And I'll I'll tell you this, not to uphold, to judge or put down or to uh, uh, promote anybody's ministry, but Shirley Trim, uh, the, the book that she wrote has been a blessing in my life. Now, full transparency, uh, some of the doctrine that she has taught over the years, I'm not completely aligned with. There are some biblical untruths that she has been perpetuating and teaching. I, I don't support it. <laughs> I'm not standing behind it especially the cultural systemic practice in the church that is more prevalent and predominant in the black church, in the African-American church. And I ain't putting this down. I'm just telling the truth. Some of the things that she and others of her peers or colleagues in the ministry have done over the years, I'm not, I I, I don't co-sign it. I feel like they put too much emphasis on self and not enough on God. They they manipulate uh, God's people into lining their pockets. And I'm just being honest. I'm being truthful because we, listen, listen, being sugarcoating things and, and, and being uh, tiptoeing around truth, it ain't helping us. It ain't helping us. We got to tell the truth. And God has sent us to reform some things. This is why, like I said, I took my rightful place in corporate America. It took me years (laughs) to accept it. But sometimes God has sent me to uncover some things because one thing for certain and two things for sure, evil in our hearts, evil in our hearts is not going to make it into heaven. And there are some people that are are coming across my path in corporate America that God is going to use me through his loving kindness to draw them into his kingdom. And it just so happens, it just so happens that a key indicator is when there are biases existent and mainly racial biases, but they may come by way of economic, social, you know. But but anyway, because I'm going to mess around and it's going to be 7 o'clock before I pray. But I got my instruction this morning. I'm very clear on what God has instructed me to deliver to his people. And don't listen. Don't look for prophetess <coughs> to be like what y'all used to, what you heard. I'm I'm coming as God created me authentically. But you better believe there's power mm, in the anointing through Christ Jesus that is on my life. 
My eyes need to remain on him and not on me. Because <laughs> I'm just a vessel. What is the key today? What is the takeaway? I want you to know that we have power and authority. God has given us dominion. He protects us and keeps us safe. And he gives us victory over evil. Now, I'm going to give you a few more scriptures that I want you to go and I want you to meditate on. Let them be your scriptures for this week. And I'm going to use them for mine. Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 23. It emphasizes God's faithfulness and mercy, which is new every morning. New every morning. And y'all know, prophetess, I'm not one that feel like, you know, a demonstration of your powers. How many scriptures you can memorize? Because I know some powerless saints or ain'ts that, that can quote a scripture backwards and forwards. But they have no power. And, and, and likely is a false convert. So, so that ain't what it's about. But it's about getting the essence of the word. Understanding the key objectives of the word. Isaiah 50 and 4. The word of God talks about God waking us up morning by morning. To listen like one being taught, reinforcing the theme of devotion in the morning. Isaiah 50, verse uh, chapter 50, verse 4. And then I want you to get uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 35, which shows Jesus himself rising up early in the morning and giving us the example. Philippians 4. 6 through 7. It encourages prayer and thanksgiving to God who provides peace that surpasses all understanding. And then finally, Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 18. It talks about the armor of God, which is vital for protection and spiritual protection that can be put on in the mornings. Mm. As I close out and before we get into prayer for today, I just want you to be encouraged and I want you to continue to trust God no matter what your situation is. Or your circumstance looks like. Trust God. He is worthy. He is trustworthy. Like none other. Father, we thank you for your word on today. And we celebrate you. Even this morning, Lord God, as you have sent us this reminder to come into your presence. Oh, Father God, we know that great is thy faithfulness. Ah, glory. Ah. Great is thy faithfulness. 
<laughs> Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I all I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Ha! Great is thy faithfulness unto unto me. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. Amen. All right, y'all continue to listen. We're going to go into prayer for this morning. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you as we come before your throne this morning, asking, Lord God, that you will hear our prayers and our plea. Lord God, you are a mighty God and you are worthy of all the praise, all of the honor, all of the glory, Lord Jesus. We thank you this morning, Lord God, for hearing our plea, Lord God. We thank you, hallelujah. Glory to your name. We celebrate you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We thank you for the provision that you made for us on yesterday and today. Lord God, as we prepare to command our morning, Lord Jesus, we ask that you will take full reign, for we humbly, Lord God, surrender all to you, Lord God, and we acknowledge you as King of kings and Lord of lords, Lord God, for you are a mighty God, and you are worthy of all of the praise, all of the honor, all of the glory. There's none like you, Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you for our life, our health, our strength. We thank you for the faculties of our mind. We thank you, Lord God for the activities of our limbs. We thank and celebrate you, Lord God, that we didn't wake up this morning to any premature deaths, Lord God. We thank you for carrying our families through the night, Lord God. We thank you for protecting and covering and shielding them, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we thank and honor you. We bless you. We adore you, Jesus. My God, my God, what a mighty God. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, you are a mighty God. We say yes to your will. Yes to your way, Lord God. Oh, Father God, there's none like you. Oh, we love you. We love you. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we worship you. We honor you. And we adore you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Hallelujah. 
Yarararabosha. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Lord, we love you. Welcome into this prayer. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we we love you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, oh Jesus, 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 oh Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Christ alone, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to your name, Ah. hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, honor and adore you, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we need your power. Hallelujah. We need your power, Lord. Oh, Jesus, endow us with your Holy Spirit. Give us your power today, Lord Jesus. Power to walk right. Power to talk right. Power, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father God, to be who you're calling for in these last and evil days. Give us power, Lord God, to draw others unto you, Lord God, and not lose our witness. Uh, Help us, Jesus, today to keep our yes. Uh, Help us, Lord God, to do your will in the name of Jesus. Uh, Oh, Father God, we thank and praise you. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Uh, Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory, 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 hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, you are a mighty, mighty, mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, hallelujah, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, uh, thy kingdom come, let your will be done uh, on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, Father God, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses uh, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Uh, lead us, Lord Jesus, not unto temptation, uh, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Uh, Oh, Father God, we thank you 
And we praise you, Lord Jesus, uh, as we command our morning, Lord God, through the following uh, confessions. In the name of Jesus, as we stand on the word in Psalms, verse 5, verses uh, chapter 5, verses 1 through 3, the word of God says, Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. Uh, hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King uh, and my God, for unto thee I will I pray. My voice <coughs> shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Uh, we're standing. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Lord Jesus. Oh, God, we honor you today. We bless you today, Lord God. We take authority over this day in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, we draw upon heavenly resources today. In the name of Jesus, we confess that this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We declare and decree that all the elements of this day will cooperate with us. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that these elemental forces will refuse to cooperate with our enemies on this day. In the name of Jesus, we speak unto you, sun, the moon, and the stars. You will not smite us, smite us by day. For our family, this day in the name of Jesus, uh, we pull down every negative energy planning to operate against our lives. Uh, this day in the name of Jesus, we dismantle any power that is uttering incantations uh, to capture this day in the name of Jesus. Uh, we render null and void uh, such incantations and satanic prayers over us and our family in the name of Jesus. We retrieve this day out of their hands in the name of Jesus. Let every battle in the heavenlies be won in favor of the angels conveying our blessings on this day. O sun, moon, and stars, carry your afflictions back to your sender and release them against them. In the name of Jesus, O God, arise and uproot everything that is working against us. In the name of Jesus, let the wicked be shaken out from the ends of the earth. <clears throat> In the name of Jesus, O oh son, as you come forth, uproot the wickedness that has come against our lives. In the name of Jesus, we program blessings unto the sun, the moon, and the stars for our life today. In the name of Jesus, O son, cancel every daily evil program drawn against us. In the name of Jesus, O son, torment every evil of the kingdom of God in our lives. Torment every evil of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. 
Those who spend the night pulling us down, O sun, throw them away in the name of Jesus. O elements, you shall not hurt us in the name of Jesus. O heavenlies, you shall not steal steal from our lives on this day. In the name of Jesus, we establish the power of God over the heavenlies. In the name of Jesus, O sun, moon, and stars, fight against the stronghold hold of witchcraft targeted against us on this day. Heavenlies torment every unrepentant enemy into submission. In the name of Jesus, fight against the stronghold of witchcraft. Uh, In the name of Jesus, every wicked altar in the heavenlies, we throw you down. Uh, In the name of Jesus, every cauldron In the star, moon, and skies be broken. In the name of Jesus, every evil pattern in the heavenlies is broken. In the name of Jesus, O God, arise and destroy every astral altar. In the name of Jesus, we destroy every satanic connection between the heavenlies and our place of birth. In the name of Jesus, every spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies that will reinforce against us uh, and our destiny today is disgraced uh, by the blood of Jesus. Uh, Thus saith the Lord, let no principality, power, ruler of darkness, spiritual wickedness trouble us, uh, for we bear in our body the marks of the Lamb, the marks of the Lamb in the name of Jesus. Uh, Every dark power hidden in the heavenlies against us, uh, I pull you down in the name of Jesus. Any evil power floating or hanging in the heavenlies against us, we bring you down uh, in the name of Jesus. You, the sun, moon, and stars, uh, you shall favor us today in Jesus' holy name. Uh, Every evil arrangement prepared by the sorcerers and witches against us and against our lives today, let them shatter scatter and die in the name of Jesus. Any evil thing that will be programmed into the sun, the moon, and the stars against our lives today be dismantled in Jesus' name. Every negative thing written in the cycle of the moon against us today be blotted out in the name of Jesus. We shake out every season of frustration and failure in Jesus' holy name. We dismantle every satanic calendar for our lives today in Jesus' holy name. Every evil word programmed against our stars in the heavenlies shall not be established in Jesus' name. We terminate every evil agreement between our enemies and the heavenlies in Jesus' holy name. Every evil handwriting programmed by satanic agents uh, into the heavenlies against our lives be wiped out by the blood of Jesus. Uh, We retrench and frustrate every satanic priests ministering enchantments into the sun, the moon, and the star against our lives. In Jesus' holy name, we retrieve any of our properties dedicated to the sun, the moon, and the stars and elements by the power of darkness. In Jesus' name, O heavenlies, refuse to give a reply to any satanic programming against our lives today. 
every wicked war working against us in the heavenlies. We overthrow you in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, every negative thing programmed into the sun, the moon, against our lives today be dismantled in Jesus' name. Every power programming evil into our star fall down uh, and die by fire in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, uh, cause our whole heart to be at rest, uh, trusting in you in Jesus' holy name. Uh, Let our fellowship with you become greater on this day. Uh, We stand against every satanic operation uh, that will hinder our prayers today in Jesus' name. Every wicked spirit planning to rob us of the will of God fall down and die by fire in the by the fire of the Holy Ghost uh, in the name of Jesus we tear down the strongholds of Satan against our lives in Jesus name we bind every power cursing our destiny into an ineffectiveness in Jesus name we strike every evil power siphoning our blessings with chaos and confusion in Jesus name we nullify the incantations of evil spiritual consultants. In Jesus' name, we turn the evil devices of household witchcraft upside down. Uh, In the name of Jesus, we render every local satanic weapon harmless. In Jesus' holy name, every power cursing our destiny be silenced. Uh, In Jesus' name, today we refuse to be in the right place uh, at the wrong time. Uh, In Jesus' name, we bind every negative energy in the air, water, the ground working against us. In Jesus' holy name, anything from the kingdom of darkness that has made it their business to hinder us, we single you out right now and we bind you. In Jesus' name, we bind be bound with chains uh, that cannot be broken. Uh, We strip off your spiritual armor in Jesus' name. Uh, Loose the support of other evil powers in the name of Jesus. Do not involve yourself with us again in Jesus' name. Let the handwritings of the ordinances programmed by satanic agents into the heavenlies against us be wiped out by the blood of Jesus. Uh, Recover all of our virtues dedicated to the elements uh, in the name of Jesus. You heavenlies and the elements turn against every satanic programmer in Jesus' name. Let the heavens declare the glory of God over our lives. Uh, Everything programmed into our lives uh, in the heavenlies. We dismantle you in Jesus' name. Uh, Spirit of favor, counsel, might, and power come upon us in the name of Jesus. Uh, We shall excel this day and nothing shall defile us. Uh, We shall possess the gates of the enemy this day. Uh, The Lord shall anoint us with the oil of gladness above our fellows this day in the name of Jesus. The fire of the enemy will not burn us up or our family this day. Our ears shall give good, shall hear good news and we shall not hear the voice of the enemy today. Our lives 
and the lives of the members of our family are secured in Christ Jesus. Uh, let every satanic checkpoint mounted against us in the heavenlies be dismantled in Jesus' name. Every evil altar prepared against us, uh, against our breakthroughs in the heavenlies uh, and in the sea be dismantled by fire in the name of Jesus. You spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies, uh, militating against our star, we bring the hook of the Lord against you and frustrate your activities. Uh, in Jesus' holy name, we receive open heavens uh, for our lives this day. In Jesus' name, we take divine insurance against all forms of accident and tragedy. In Jesus' holy name, we send lightning, thunder, and the hook of the Lord against the evil queen and the heavenlies militating uh, against us in Jesus' holy name. Every spiritual equation programmed against our lives, uh, we command you to change. We speak unto the headquarters uh, of the even programmers evil programmers uh, and blow up their altars. Uh, anything drawing power against us in the heavenlies fall down and die by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Uh, in Jesus' name, give us the ability that is equal to our opportunity. Empower us to pluck the seed of success. Empower us to reach our goals uh, and give us sufficient days to reach our goals. Uh, guide us Guide our words and let them bear fruit. Give us divine alertness to recognize divine opportunity. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you this morning, Lord Jesus, uh, that our days, uh, oh, Father God, shall be uh, great. Uh, Father, we thank you now. Uh, we celebrate you now, Lord God, as we continue to live out your will uh, according to your purpose and your plan for our lives. Uh, Father God, have your way and let your will be done. Uh, we thank and praise you for this prayer this morning, Lord Jesus, uh, and we ask, Lord God, uh, as we seal this prayer through our faith, uh, that you will dispatch your angels to do that which you have commissioned them to do in each and every one of our lives, uh, and we pray, Lord God, even this morning, Lord God, uh, for immediate manifestation of your glory over this prayer. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen.